Welcome back to the Auto What Podcast. Uh, today we're here with Jessica Heater. Uh, she works with the Ottawa Geek Market, uh, as well as uh, she does a few other things that are super interesting, but I'm not going to spoil it right now. Uh, I, of course, am Amon Bashir. Uh, with me is Keegan On and Rob Atrell. Uh, so first of all, how are you doing, Jessica? I'm well, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, for those who listen... I have a bad habit <laughs> all, every all one of year. You, yeah. For those who listen on a regular basis, <laughs> okay. we, uh, <laughs> I have a bad habit of, of just giving nicknames or assuming I know what the nicknames are. I asked for Jessica's permission to call her Jess, and I'll be calling her Jess today. You can give me another nickname if you want to. I... I'll get there. <laughs> J Trent, nope. Jesse? Uh, <laughs> nope. No, we'll figure something out. Keep trying. But yeah. first, we'll get some... Uh, Liquid motivation for me and my nicknames. There you go. What are we drinking today? <laughs> today we are drinking another beer from the Double Trouble Brewing Company. Uh, this one's called the Prison Break Pilsner. It's described as being having a rich aroma with complex malt and a spicy light floral hop bouquet. Uh, what do you think, Keegan? Keegan it's it's pretty it, hoppy. Right? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> if we weren't trying to, to gain sponsors at the, with this segment, I would say something like, uh, it tastes like it was brewed in a prison toilet. Would you? Is that a joke? Or is I that would say that. Thank goodness you didn't yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, it's great. I love it. <laughs> it's not. It's not like the hops. Wait, what is happening? <laughs> I don't like beer in general. It's not actually that hoppy. It's not is that it? bad. I mean, we've had much, more much hoppy hoppier beers. That's true. So you don't like the taste of hops. It's not like hoppy beers will make you sad or make you not like it. No. It's all right. Good. What do you guys think? I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's nice and light. End of summer, going into the fall. What do you think, Amon? I, I think it's fine as well. I don't. I don't even find it that hoppy. To be That's what I'm saying. You. It's fine. Is it a, a quote from Amon. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I, 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 this, <laughs> yeah, we're crushing this don't, one. Don't don't deflect you. <laughs> it's fine. It doesn't taste like it was brewed in a prison. <laughs> yes, that's it. I, I think I you think guys it's are great. really selling this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. But anyway, for those who are interested, I do like their. Um, Double Trouble Brewing has... We had Fire... Fire, fire in, the, in the Rye. In the we rye. also had that Double Trouble Ginger one. Did, uh, that's right. And they have Hops and Robbers, which I really enjoy, which Keegan would hate. Uh, Revenge of the Ginger. There it is. Not Double Trouble Ginger. Okay. Well, Double anyway. Trouble is the name of the the company. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, good beer. <laughs> I would buy it again. Keegan would not. And Rob I would buy it again. Would buy sure. it again. They, I really like, like their design is cool. The, all the beers have, have been good so far. Got a few more that we can try out over the next... Several months, but well, now we'll have to go through all of them for for Keegan's sake. We're gonna have to. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> love hops. The next one's called Hops and Robbers. Oh, nice. We'll find one. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, the can is actually super cute. It really yeah, is. It is. It's, Part of the reason we bought it. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, speaking of artwork, uh, you do a bit of art yourself, don't you? I do. Yeah. I uh, I'm a painter. Um, mostly just for you know a hobby than yeah. anything. Um, I actually started out. Really specifically, um, drawing paintings of my pets doing human things. Uh, so my dog uh, <laughs> playing football, my cat playing the violin, that kind of thing. Sure. Um, and it sort of progressed from there. Uh, and I now largely do uh, like paintings of superheroes. I'm doing quite a few of, of Batman. Nice. Um, we're going to fuse sort of like lesser known. I'm working on a, a Doctor Doom uh, portrait right now, actually, which is going to be hopefully very fun once it's done. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. And, and do you do this mainly for yourself or, or is uh, it... Gifts for people and... Awesome. I mean, I've only got so much wall space, right? But... <laughs> That's a good point. 
Although you can never have too many Batman paintings. Exactly. That's true. Maybe you can get one of those things that they have for posters in, in, in the store where you can kind of like flip through it. On any given day, you can just like have different ones. That'd be actually very These cool. are ideas, but... <laughs> it's an idea. Step one, find out if it exists. <laughs> Make your house more like a store. <laughs> you never wanted that. Uh, anyway, that, that's, that's super cool. Well, how, so, how, sorry, how did you get in, into this? Uh, I just, just did it. Just, just randomly. Like, <laughs> one day I was just like, I wonder if I can paint. And picked up some paints and a paintbrush, and turns out I kind of can. Mm-hmm. So. Now, is that one day recently, or is that like... Oh, gosh, that was uh, maybe about two years ago. Two years ago. I've okay, that, that's yeah. relatively recently. Nice. Like, yeah. It's obviously different than somebody who's grown up and always done something of that oh, sort. Oh, absolutely, for okay. sure, yeah. Interesting. That's kind of cool. Yeah. All is right. this the kind of thing... I'm always curious about artists, because I like I write quite a bit but mm-hmm. I don't really do anything artistic like painting or drawing or anything like that mm-hmm. is this the kind of thing where you personally kind of sit down and do it in an afternoon or in a day or is this something you work uh, at for weeks it, or? it sort of depends like okay. I get very much in this zone like when I'm painting I'm just like I can go for you know 12 hours straight and then all of a sudden I realize like oh I'm hungry I have to take a break <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> but like I've got paintings you know I started like weeks and even months ago that I'm like yeah get back to it at some point but some of them I'll just you know bang out in an afternoon so it really it completely depends okay I mean I feel like it's one of those things like it's never completely finished like right. there's always you know you can always go back and like oh maybe maybe I should just you know do this sort of thing but yeah, I get that I've also got that fear that like okay well you know this is gonna be the moment that like it was a perfect painting I'm gonna add something and that's just gonna ruin it completely you can't right. over tinker there's yeah. no and there's no undo <laughs> like if you were you're doing it on a computer you mm. could just reverse that you'd have to be stuck with it forever the undo yeah. is yeah. really starting over <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and that's it oh that's interesting cool so Jessica could you tell us a bit about yourself in terms of sort of how you got to where you are today. The road so far. Um, exactly. <laughs> I was uh, born and raised in Carlton Place. Uh, okay. Can't hold it against me, though. I won't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so far. I <laughs> uh, went to school at Algonquin College. Okay. Uh, took public relations uh, for a year. Realized that just was not my bag. Right. Um, and ran away and joined the circus. Uh, I uh, ran off with... Um, Carnival Diablo, which is Canada's longest-running circus sideshow. Oh, okay. uh, We're at 23 years uh, now. Oh, Lord. And I've been doing it since, uh, oh, gosh, 2000, 2009. Started sort of behind-the-scenes, stage managing, that kind of thing. Right. Um, and then there ended up being a vacancy for performers, and he said, well, you know, do, huh. do you want to do this? And I'm like, well, I, I really don't. This is terrifying, <laughs> but I'm going to try. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing you can get into where you're not a performer, but they just kind of – we have a spot – like, was yeah. there something you were already good at, or did they just kind of uh, I mean, teach I, you something? I do have a little bit of just like a, a community theater background. Okay, sure. um, but the good thing about uh, Sideshow is it is, it's something that um, my my boss, Scott, he's actually been running it for, like I said, 23 years. He's uh, one of the only uh, trainers in Canada. He's trained, oh, over 40 people anyways to be Sideshow performers. Oh, wow. um, so he, he's very much like, you know, very hands-on, very like, um, you know, kind of do what you want with the character but here's some guidance if you want it um and also very very carefully teaching me the feats uh so for example like i walk on broken glass uh, i land on bed and nails um at one point scott uh brings up an audience member has them stand on my stomach while i'm laying on the bed of nails Ah. uh, and then smashes a cinder block on me (laughs) so you've got Uh, to have a lot of trust just just your average (laughs) afternoon <laughs> it's, it's a living. Okay. And you perform here in Ottawa? I do actually. Uh, we perform all across Canada. Okay. Um, 
We've been at the CNE. We've been at uh, the Calgary Stampede. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, everywhere from Nova Scotia out to British Columbia. Um, lately, we have been staying largely in the uh, the Ontario region. Um, I think our next show is in Toronto on Halloween, uh, oh, cool. which is a big big time of year for us. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that this is fascinating to me. <laughs> Uh, first of all, just when you, when you hear somebody going and joining a circus, yeah, you don't assume it's in a stage manager capacity. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool because it's not something I ever considered. But of course, that makes sense. And then just to transition into this and be like, this is what I'm going to do. Like it's. I honestly, I was a little disappointed because um, you know my mom would would meet people at, you know out in her daily life and they say, oh, you know, what's Jessica up to? And, mm. and she's like, she's working for a circus sideshow. And they go, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, just once I wanted someone to be, like, a little more incredulous. Like, right. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> of course. But uh, you'll get that someday, I'm sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway, that, that's fascinating. So, sorry, when did you start doing that? Uh, that was 2009 I joined the show. Okay. Uh, started performing in 2010. Okay, not not yeah. that long after, and you're still doing that to this day. I'm still doing that, yes. So you're five years into performing. Five years. <laughs> Interesting. Have you changed sort of your performance or your role in in? in- uh, to an extent, like it's always something that you know definitely grows and develops. Um, yeah. My character is a very. Uh, I think she's sort of a lot of fun. Like she's sort of like the archetypal Ophelia, uh, yeah. right down to the the bright red hair, um, yep. a little little crazy, a little little unhinged. Yeah. Um, but it's just sort of like adds to the mayhem on stage. And of course, it's something uh, like every show is different. Like we've had people come to literally dozens of shows. We have people who are bringing their children to the shows now. You know, they they were there when it started, and now they're bringing their kids to the shows. Oh, I see. Um, awesome. And it's it's very much something that it's it's sort of a living art form. You know, like there's always something. Uh, new that you can try, a new feat. We're always adding new things to the show, and yeah. it's it's very cool because it is very um, like you feed off the audience, and, and that really does affect how the show turns out. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's a very cool sort of art form, like very different than theater, um, even different than, than traditional circus and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely its own sort of animal. That makes sense. Yeah. How often do you end up performing? Is it like a regular uh, thing, or is it more scattered? It's, it's semi regular. Like it, it completely depends. Um, for example, we, we took the summer off. We haven't been performing at all this summer. Uh, instead, we've actually been touring uh, with the carnivals uh, because we also run a freak show. Okay. Uh, so the sideshow, for example, is like living, you know, human marbles. We like to call them. So it's it's you know the human blockhead, the human pincushion, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, whereas the freak show is actual freaks. So we have like a two headed pig on show. We have an albino skunk. Hmm. Uh, we have a real human mummy. Um, oh. P.T. Barnum's original Fiji mermaid. Okay. It's all very cool stuff. Okay. That's awesome. Um, And what kind of venues do you play when you play these kind of shows? uh, We actually like to do um, more traditional theaters. Uh, So, for example, we actually performed at the Gladstone a few years back for our uh, 20th anniversary show. Mm -hmm. Um, We've done everywhere from, you know, under a canvas tent. I don't know if you guys remember Carnival Loom Blue. Uh, I believe that would have been summer of 2009, thereabouts. We were actually performing in Hogsback Park under this big, beautiful canvas tent. Oh, cool. That sounds familiar. Okay. Yeah, it was very cool. It's sort of 1930s revival carnival sort of style very cool. event. Okay. Yeah, and so we, we've done everything from, you know, canvas tents to, you know, huge theaters to everywhere in between. Right. Uh, you mentioned a little while ago that, uh, you know, about your, your, your character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we had a fire dancer on 
uh, what last a few months ago maybe, and she she went to depth in terms of like the backstory for of her character and things. Mm-hmm. Can you walk through the process of coming up with a character, or did you come oh, up with okay. it first? I, I did, yeah. Um, that's one thing that I really really enjoyed is. Um, you know, I mean, normally you come into to a role and it's like you sort of have to find yourself in that in that role to make it sort of more believable. Um, but with Scott, he's like, you know what, just you figure it out. Like you get on that stage, you you work it out, right. see what works, see what feels sort of natural. Sure. Um, and it, it's so funny because everyone's saying like, oh my gosh, you know, your character is so fun. My sister comes to see the show and she's like... That's just you, but bigger. Yeah. <laughs> that might be the best way to do it. Then. I think so. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot more, a lot more natural that way for sure. Absolutely. Um, we we do definitely have uh, backstories for the characters, which is a lot of fun. Sure. Uh, Scott's character Nikolai Diablo is literally the devil. Okay. Uh, and he he sort of you know comes to your town and tries to sort of you know corrupt minds and yep. and steal souls and that kind of thing. Uh, one of our other performers is Volos. He is a demon from hell. He has, you know, full, uh, full horns and everything. Sure. Uh, he's a human pincushion, which means he impales himself with a bicycle spokes sharpened to a deadly point. Wow. Ah. Yeah, through the uh, cheeks, through the voice box, and through the orbit of the eye. Oh, Lord. That's yeah, it's, fun. it's intense. It's yep. very cool. <laughs> um, whereas my character is, uh, I think she's a lot of fun because she's completely silent. Uh, so it's a lot of more like sort of like physical comedy because I mean you you do need comedy with that sort of oh, so yeah. intensity yeah. otherwise people are just gonna yeah. like oh this is this is too much <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so my character uh, and nobody knows this it doesn't come out in the show oh. at all so I'm, I'm happy to finally be able to yeah. talk about it <laughs> um, but she is basically uh, this sort of Victorian uh, mental patient. Uh, suffering from hysteria, which was a very popular diagnosis. Basically, you know, you're a woman, you're you're emotional. Right. Well, you're you're hysteric. Okay. Lock her away, sort sure. of thing. Right. Um, and so it's it's kind of cool because in my mind, like I get to sort of play with um, a little bit of the the history of like you know the Victorian uh, mental health uh, system. You know how how the asylums worked and that kind of because they they weren't they definitely weren't. Um, up to the standards, let's say, of what, what we would hope for today. It's a nice way of putting uh, it. Sure. Not progressive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, is, that is, yeah, very accurate. And so I, I get to sort of play with that. I get to sort of play with, um, you know, some, some themes of, like I was mentioning, sort of the, the archetypal Ophelia, mm-hmm. uh, which has always just really fascinated me. Like what, um, what kind of causes this sort of, I guess, almost mindset in someone, you know, um, yeah. Like what? What's considered sort of normal for for one group is you know not necessarily what's considered normal for another, yep. and sort of a really fun way to play with that. Okay. Um, and so yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, fun fact: uh, the character Ophelia does actually eat human hearts. Uh, okay. That's that's what she. So she she is actually a little, a little dangerous. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> more fun that way, right? <laughs> Hysteric. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's. That's really, it's really interesting to hear somebody sort of transition into that because obviously, I mean, you went in to at least Algonquin with a very different mm. idea of what you wanted oh, to do. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess just one last thing with, with regards to just performing, uh, were there things, particular things or, or, um, acts that you were a bit more nervous about or things that, you know, uh, like, there, did you get to choose what you wanted to do or how did uh, it there, there were a few that Scott said, you know, you're absolutely doing these. So that was the glass walk. Uh, yeah. That was the bed and nails. Um, the glass walk is absolutely one of my favorite acts ever. Like it is, okay. it's, 
I hate to say it, it's really fun. Okay. Don't try okay. that at home. No, but it's it's a lot of fun to me. <laughs> okay. Um, there are some acts that, even for me, are a little too extreme. Yeah. Uh, there are a few people uh, in, especially American sideshows, there are very few Canadian sideshows. Um, I can't name any actually off the top of my head other than Carnival Diablo uh, that mm-hmm. are like okay. touring as extensively. Sure. Um, but in the States, there are a few that, uh, one of their acts is they will blindfold uh one of the performers, they'll hold an apple in their mouth, they'll start up a chainsaw, and then cut the apple that is in their mouth in half, whilst oh. blindfolded. Ah. I noped out of that one pretty <laughs> quickly. Good, probably the right call. But yeah. <laughs> is there somebody who does it on this show? No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. okay. I, it's one of those things, that because we do a lot of the, the theaters, for some reason, they're kind of leery of having that happen. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I can't imagine why. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as odd as you have this idea of of carnivals and crazy feats, but very rarely do you hear of something going awry. You know, like yeah. that sounds like it's something that would just like half the time you do it, someone's nose would get chopped off. Yeah, yeah. you never hear point. something like that. Like <laughs> another performer mutilated. Well, we don't. I don't know if you do. I mean, it, it happens. It definitely happens. Um, you know, a good performer will will kind of wait uh, till they're off the stage to you know. Bleed out or whatever right. the case may be. <laughs> real pro. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but no, like people always ask me, they're like, "Oh, you know, like how how do you do this? How do you do that?" And my answer is always just very carefully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that's the answer. Very cool. So, um, so in, in the end, yeah, okay. There are some things that you might have vetoed, but it's not like anybody else is doing that anyway. I mean, there there are definitely it's an art form where people are always sort of trying to. To push that boundary, of course. Yeah. Um, I definitely, for myself, prefer like the more sort of classic feats. Uh, so you know, like I was mentioning, the human blockhead and the human pincushion, and yeah. um, we're hoping to debut a straight jacket escape uh, in the next couple of months. Cool, uh, that's, that's a lot of fun. I've been working on that one for a while. Great. Um, a lot of the more modern feats are a little intense. A lot of them are sort of power tool driven, and <laughs> yeah. that just that makes me a little yeah a little leery. I, I think that's fair. <laughs> to feel that way that is uh, interesting I'm rather attached to my limbs and I would like to keep it that way yeah. so. okay not all people are but yeah I mean you're a weirdo no I'm just kidding <laughs> no, that makes sense um, before we move on how would we do a segment uh, Classic Ottawa Keegan what is that Classic Ottawa is our news segment where we keep our listeners up to date with uh, all the news that's going around to Ottawa and this that's a very good segue. Is the way to buy yourself some time. Yeah, that was. I mean, <laughs> I mean you didn't buy yourself enough, but. I had to refresh my page. <laughs> the University of Ottawa has dropped 66 places in the annual British ranking of the world's top universities. Sources tell Ottawa this is directly related to the confusion on what a GG is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is a GG again? Uh, a horse, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. That's right. that's, <laughs> that's one. They're their mascot. <laughs> the roof of the Parliament buildings was u- uh, used to be mopped with the urine from pregnant horses, according to local author Don Nixon. The solution was used to turn the roof from copper to green quicker in what many call the golden age of Canadian politics. <laughs> that's true. I heard it on the radio this morning. Yeah, I, I mean, this, it's true that that's what he said, but I don't think. I that's know it sounds, sounds kind of like a guy just. <laughs> no, made I, up I feel like how many pregnant horses do you have just like yeah. kicking around? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a weirdly specific yeah. thing. More than you would imagine. <laughs> They're right there, lined up on Wellington. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, many Ottawa police are dissatisfied with their jobs, according to an annual survey. 
Gripes include incompetent leadership, unfair policies, and no longer being allowed to hold their guns sideways. <laughs> That's really cool. Just want to be cool. <laughs> a taxi driver is on voluntary leave after a video of him threatening an Uber driver and passenger went viral. Union officials are unsure if he will lose his job due to the incident or just due to the inevitable Uber takeover. <laughs> uh, and finally, OC Transpo is expecting an $11.5 million deficit this year, blaming stagnant ridership and insurance costs. The organization will not say if they will be raising fares because of this, but they will. <laughs> that is the news. Right, can we talk about how crazy that is that OC Transpo, who is already a subsidized, like City of Ottawa subsidy yeah. company, is still $11.5 million short. But they're also going through this massive construction project. That's the issue. Which not planned out well at no. all. It's just, like, right. yeah. I mean, was it was it last week? The, the first day uh, back to school, basically, that they Tuesday. had that... That big pileup uh, at, at, uh, at Herdman, yeah, the new Herdman, yeah. and it's just it's it's absolute madness to me because it's like what's what's the busiest day of the year? It's <laughs> day back to school. Everybody's back to work from vacation. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do it. it. So it's fine, <laughs> but uh, nope. <laughs> but you're running a company, and yeah. like it's not like they accidentally started construction on all this stuff. No, like, they exactly. know. Yeah, they had a plan. They had a meeting. Yeah. It will cost this much money. Yeah, and we yeah. have this much money. Like, well, that's probably fine. Yeah, it's, it's, well, first of all, yeah. And then the second thing is just being able to gauge how many buses uh, are... Because they, they keep track of traffic. Mm-hmm. More so now than ever with Presto and things. But, yeah. but it, yeah, it seems insane that if the deficit was caused by not being able to anticipate, then there's a problem with your tracking. <laughs> it should be better than ever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so anyway, yeah, it's, a, it's a mess, but I think we all feel the same about it transfer. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I you love it. Bu- oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I luckily am no longer a bus person. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, Gosh. I, I remember uh, before I, I uh, took the job with, uh, well, basically when, when I was at Algonquin, yep. uh, I lived uh, down in Hindenburg, and I worked at the uh, Starbucks in Westboro. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More than once I'd have to call up and, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be like half an hour late probably because <laughs> the number two just didn't come again. Yeah. Huh. Like, that, oh, that's yeah, worse. That happens. Eh, it's fine. You get here when you get here. <laughs> it's insane. All our customers are also <laughs> waiting for that bus so it's <laughs> fine. It's a valid excuse to be late in Ottawa. Yeah. Because the bus didn't show up which is transport. another crazy thing, right? Yeah. And then of course, you know, the first bus shows up and the second one shows up three seconds after it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're like lined up. <laughs> oh, it's insanity. But that's okay. That happens. Um, we get by. We get by. And I don't bus, so. I'm fine. I'm biking. Good for you. Until you. it starts to snow. Yeah, there yeah. it is. Uh, Jessica, part of the, well, I'd say one of the main reasons you're here is to promote the Ottawa Geek Market. Yes, the Ottawa Geek Market. Well, tell us about it first of all. What is an what is a geek market? What's the Ottawa Geek Market? What's going on? Uh, the Ottawa Geek Market has been around for about four years. This is actually our uh, sixth event. We recently started doing uh, twice yearly events, uh, one ah. in the spring, one in the fall. Okay. Um, and it's it's basically exactly what it sounds like. It's uh, sort of a marketplace um, for geeks to sort of come and buy and sell their, their geeky wares. Uh, that's how it started out anyways. Now, in the last uh, few years, we've really sort of been changing it up. Um, we've had some great panels and workshops. Uh, this year we're adding a, a craft zone for kids, uh, which I'm going to be honest with you, I kind of want to do some of the craft. <laughs> They're working on uh, like uh, Game of Thrones snowflakes. What? Uh, yeah, like you, you, just, you know, you fold the paper up and like instead of you know cutting out little like hearts and, and snowflake shapes, mm-hmm. it's you know the House Stark wolf and <laughs> that's cool. It's very cool. Huh, okay, so I, I'm probably going to pop by there. And yeah. 
you have a stencil for that, or are they, are they going to be cutting out uh, these intricate shapes? I'm hoping that there is at least a little bit of a guide. Okay. Um, I would imagine. Because, that seems intense. Yeah, yeah because I mean, yeah. I, I'm not that great with scissors. Sure. This is for children. Yeah. You know? so they're, they're kids, go for it. <laughs> but it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we've actually also got some fantastic guests coming. Okay. Uh, everything from, uh, you know, cosplay guests, a lot of local people. Um, we actually have uh, Nick Vander, who represented Canada uh, in Japan at the World Cosplay Summit. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. About a month ago. Great. Um, which is very exciting. Yeah. Um, we've got quite a few YouTube guests, uh, all, all locals. Um, Great. Yeah. We've got uh, a few other people we're look- really looking forward to. Uh, one is... Um, Sort of the multi-talented author slash blacksmith slash game creator slash YouTuber slash cosplayer uh, Ryan Consul. Okay. Uh, he's been featured on uh, quite a few websites for his uh, gender-bent Slave Leia cosplay. Okay. Uh, which oh. is very cool. Yeah, he uh, also does um, a fantastic gambit. Uh, awesome. I, which to me is insane because the chess piece he actually made of metal. Because he's huh. a blacksmith. Yeah. That's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's made uh, like a... Uh, a metal Darth Vader helmet and very wow. cool things. He's doing a, a workshop, actually, sort of an introduction to metal smithing. Um, obviously, he's not going to be able to be forging things and then be in sportsplex. I but yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> they would friend upon that. Yeah. Uh, one of the other guests that we're very excited about uh, is Joe Salvaggio. He's uh, an actor. You might not necessarily know the name, but you would definitely know him to see him. Uh, okay. He's been on quite a few television commercials, uh, quite a few programs on the CBC. Uh, he's been in uh, quite a few horror movies, actually. He was in the Resident Evil series. Okay. Um, a recent release called Torment, which, if you're a horror fan... Absolutely watch it. So much fun. Okay. Um, the other big guest that we're very excited about is Andrew Ivamy, who is a very talented, very, very funny stand-up comedian, uh, and also the creator of Text from Superheroes. Okay. Oh. Uh, which has been featured on uh, Time.com and Cracked. Right. Uh, and it's got, I don't even know, thousands of followers on the internet anyways. <laughs> awesome. Um, they also recently debuted Sketch from Superheroes, which is sort of a, a sketch comedy web series. Okay. Uh, okay. All for, specifically for nerds. Sure. Um, and it's one of those things, you know, you're, you're watching it and I mean, there, there are jokes for everybody. And then there are also jokes that are like very nerd specific, <laughs> okay. um, which I think is so cool that, it, that sort of the nerd culture has become so mainstream and so popular that that's, that's a viable thing. You know, right. people can, can watch this. It's, it's a thing that exists for us now. Right. Awesome. Whereas, yeah. 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 And what can people expect to, to do at the, at the... Nerd market. Keegan's Geek Geek been terrible I'm, with his name for I've been, weeks. We've been talking about it for weeks, and I keep saying the wrong thing. Geek market. We have we have it written down. Yeah, it's, right. it's literally right I'll in front of you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So what? The, I'm sure there are, are activities to do. Oh, we've got some yeah. fantastic panels coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. Some really great workshops. Um, I'm actually running a panel uh, where we are talking about the the rise of of nerd culture. Oh, yeah. um, where we'll probably complain for a while about how Hollywood's ruining our childhoods. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay. Oh, yeah. Um, the turtles. <laughs> I'm just glad that he and Megan Fox are speaking again. That's, yeah. that's, right. that's all that matters in the end. <laughs> where, where do you fall in this uh, whole that the, or do you want to give us a sneak peek as to your, your kind of uh, mainstreamness of nerdiness? Because I know some people, it, it's kind of contentious sometimes. Mm. Some people, resent it becoming so mainstream and other people think it's good for the, I mean, the culture I think, as a whole. I think to an extent, like, 
I do have that sort of like, oh, but I liked this first before yeah. it was cool, mm-hmm. which I think is a very like normal sure. human reaction. Yeah, I get that. Um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, I'm a huge fan of Ultron. So mm-hmm. when they said, hey, you know, we're making Age of Ultron into a movie, fantastic. If I make it super nerdy for like two minutes. Yeah, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> Age, Age of Ultron is actually not based on the comic book Age of Ultron. Um, that's a lot closer to uh, the X-Men Days of Future Past. Or no. Yeah, the X-Men Days of Future Past, okay. uh, where they, you know, travel back in time and yeah. Wolverine's, you know, trying to stop the assassination of of Peter Dinklage and and so on <laughs> and so forth. And uh, that's actually a lot closer to the, the actual age of, of Ultron comic book story. Um, right. But, I mean, when... When they brought the movie out, you know, I was I was thrilled, you know, because it's one of my favorite characters, Ultron. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Scarlet Witch is in there, right. and and you know, it was just it was very cool to me because I was a huge huge fan of basically everything nerdy growing up. You know, like I was just all about X Men, all about Star Wars, all about all this stuff. And and now that it is becoming so so popular, I'm like, yes, you know, I, I'm not stuck with these. Three, or if you acknowledge the prequels, six Star Wars movies that I have more to look forward to. Okay, you know it's it's very cool. Like, yeah, I, I think it is. You know, there are people who you know will always complain. Like, people are always going to find something to to be unhappy about. For sure, you know. Um, but ultimately, I mean, if you're bringing a wider audience to that that thing, whatever it is that you like, they're going to make more of it. Yeah, you, know, you exactly. get you get more. So mm-hmm. I have no complaints. What do you think about the new Star Wars? Any um, thoughts? I am reserving judgment. Yeah, that's uh, very I'm, smart. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it because, I mean, J.J. Abrams, when he made Star Trek, as a Star Trek movie, it's not great. Right. As a Star Wars fan film, <laughs> it is perfect. Right. It is right. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to, uh, to seeing what he has. Um, and, I mean, also sort of hopefully... Making some of the mistakes from the prequels go away. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm hoping right, for. Right. It's okay. Here's my thing. Episode one. Okay, you know what? I, I stand by that. Except for I you know. Well, here's the thing. Like okay. you know, you, you've got Anakin. He's this little kid. He's like, oh, you know, here's my family. Whatever. Okay, I I'll allow it. You know, you you want to know where he comes from? Fine. Okay. From there, it just goes just completely off kilter. Okay. Because here here's the thing. You have these like. Jedi, they're basically space cops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Starsky and Hutch in space. <laughs> That's what I want to see. I want to see them sure. just like flying around the universe, you know, solving crimes and, and fixing things. That's, sure. I want to see that. But okay. instead, what? Like you have like a movie about tax law? Like, <laughs> I was 12 when this movie came out. I'm like, this is not what a 12 year old wants to see. Even at 12. Oh, fantastic. I'm like, I know this is not okay. Sure. Okay. okay. And, you know, from there, it's just, it's it's not, it's not great. And yeah. here's the thing, like, you can complain, oh, you know, the acting's wooden and the, di- the dialogue's a little stunted. Okay. Like, I mean, to be fair, you watch the original series and it's, you can say the same things about it. Like, it's, yeah. it's not great. Yes. It's, you know, it's fun. There's a lot of heart to it. Right. And, you know, I'm definitely not putting it down, but there are, you know, some acting choices that were made for sure <laughs> which okay okay that's saying enough i guess yeah. <laughs> anyway it, it's interesting i i a lot of people i know are almost the opposite in terms of hated the first really disliked the second and then it was like okay third at least you know it's building into the fourth and then it's see like, here's okay, what i excited. would have done with the third one give her basically you know you're at the end and anakin's like oh my wife died and now i'm gonna just 
murder everybody. Spoiler alert. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. What I would have done yeah. is, okay, what if he finds out, and go with me on this, Okay. Padme yep. and Obi-Wan yep. were fooling around behind his back. What? Oh my gosh. What? Whose kids are these? Like, he's been betrayed by his best friend, his mentor. Okay. I can understand him snapping like that. And it explains really why Ben Kenobi was so protective of Luke. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. He's like, maybe they're, he's my... I don't know. Okay. Well, now I... I Star Wars fanfiction. Yeah, Star Wars. This is a whole thing. It's Jessica's new project. Uh, absolutely. A side movie. Exactly. JJ Abrams, call me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he's I have one literally of the dozens listeners. of these ideas. Okay. So. Okay. Nice. See, what you need to do is have a blog now, and now people can follow and be like, oh, what else is she thinking? I just don't like the word blog. I know. I said blah. blog, and I. Yeah, I know. Yeah. What about weblog? Ah, I don't like portmanteaus. <laughs> it's retro. What about a website? <laughs> <laughs> journal. Online. You should have a journal. Digital a live journal. journal. Is, that, is that still a thing? Live journal? No, I mean, oh, right? Really a journal? And it's oh, literally solid. a paper. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> One copy. <laughs> These are my thoughts. So. Dear diary. <laughs> you know, September 2015. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, bring it back to Geek Market. Geek Market, yes. Uh, um, you, uh, you have a Oh, there's a pilot in which you're starring. Yes. That's being premiered, premiered or being there. premiered? Uh, it's Dr. Rick Moore's Emporium of Terror. Okay. Uh, it's a very uh, kind of like House of Frightenstein meets uh, Adam's Family kind of thing. Uh, it was a lot of fun to film. We actually shot it in Ottawa about a year ago. Um, and we've been very lucky. You know, there's been a lot of really positive response uh, online. Right. Uh, and we're, we're currently just shopping it around and that sort of thing. But we mm-hmm. thought, you know, because it is so Ottawa-based, almost all the crew is from Ottawa um, like I say, filmed in a studio in Ottawa. Yep. Um, this is basically where our, our home base is. We thought, sure. well, you know, what better place than the geek market <laughs> to kind of just put that out there and finally let people see, because we've been teasing it for months and months and, right. and we're mm-hmm. saying, you know, now we've got this final edit of the pilot. Let's, let's put it out there. Let's let our fans see it sure. because that's, that's why we're here. You know, it's because of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Joe Silvaggio, who I mentioned, uh, right. uh, the actor in you know, Resident Evil and that sort of thing. Yeah. He's actually another character uh, in Dr. Rigamorto. Oh. Uh, so we're actually hold, holding a Q&A before the uh, premiere. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wow. So you you will be participating in a Q&A as well as a separate panel as well. I will be. Okay. I, <laughs> I agreed to all this stuff yeah. Did you overcommit? Yeah, it sounds like bit. you're not going to have fun at the key Yeah, exactly. Oh, I, I definitely will. I'll, I'll, be, I'll uh, be running around the entire thing. Okay. Just kind of everywhere. You know, I'm also, uh, and again, I, why, why did I agree to it? But I, I also run another uh, two web series. Uh, Great, I one saw is that. Uh, The Opinionated Monsters. Okay. Uh, we're into our second season now. Um, it's basically yep. a web debate talk show where we just sit down and talk yep. about all things horror. Uh, so, so you're, you're like, not people. an actor, but you're one of the people. I'm one of the panelists, on, yes. Okay, that makes sense. But you're also the ex- executive producer. I'm also the executive producer. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, okay. so I get to uh, get to call the shots and okay. boss the guys around. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess which isn't that bad. Okay, not bad. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, so and that's then, one of them. And I'm also doing uh, another web series that we're actually debuting uh, at the Geek Market as well. We're also going to be filming uh, for a later episode. Uh, it's called Hashtag Nerd Life. Okay. Uh, and it's basically just going to be us sort of celebrating, you know, nerd culture, uh, everything from television and movies to, you know, comic books to cosplay and LARPing and... 
it's it's a really great time to be a nerd or a geek because <laughs> yeah, sure. there's mm-hmm. there's so many just different options available. Yeah. Um, you're asking what what things you can kind of look forward to at uh, the geek market. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that I'm really excited about. Number one, we have a bounce castle. Sweet. Because I am definitely an adult. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, number two, we actually have Escape Manor. Uh, they're going to be coming in and oh, setting nice. up actual escape rooms. Oh, wow. that's sick. Yeah, cool. they have two escape rooms, five bucks a person. They last 20 minutes each. Um, that's awesome. So these I'm are the, different from the ones they have set up. They are, yes. Okay, wow. Yeah, now I actually have not been to Escape Manor. Oh, um, my thing is, I'm just terrified that I'm going to end up like locked up in somebody's basement forever. Oh, you will. And they'll be like, oh, we, we have your family. You have to escape. <laughs> because their website literally says you have to escape in 45 minutes or else. Yeah. Yeah. Or else what? You're right. You're <laughs> right. And they do tell a story like they have like a wine cellar where they're like, uh, yeah, the, the, the whatever is filled with blood. And, you know, you just found out and now, you know, the killer's coming. And I'm like. Somebody legit gonna like, yeah, and, and I'm gonna burst in. Not a real killer, obviously, but is somebody is you're gonna be a jump scare or something. It's like, literally mm-hmm. all of my stress dreams come yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Every but, one of them. You know what? I recommend it, and it's not startling, but yeah, it's kind of cool. It's cool having a story and like you sort of jump in. Some parts are stuff. If you like horror, I mean, it seems well, like that'll be your, your cup of tea. Just chicken, yeah, been I was, I was startled. Yeah, I guess there might be a startle or two in the asylum. The prison was not startling. Don't spoil it. That's that's. Not you will be startled. I, I was startled the entire time. I don't like I don't like horror movies. Like I I just don't even like watching. Like if sure, a preview for a horror movie comes on, I'll just like hide my eyes. I don't like the bright lights and sounds. You don't like the music. Well, that's that's yeah. exactly how I watch. Like if I'm in a movie theater and like a horror movie trailer comes on, I just sort of tip my eyes to like the top right of the screen and just <laughs> yeah. think of happier things. Yeah. Because again, I'm an adult. That's okay. how I deal with things. That's okay. So. That's okay. Whatever helps. That's not bad. Yeah, so we've got uh, but, the Escape Manor, which is going to yeah. be a lot of fun. I I think I'll, assuming I have 20 minutes to spare, uh, I'll definitely be checking it out there. Absolutely. That's not bad. Uh, do you have any idea in terms of participation levels uh, for the geek market? Uh, the last geek market, uh, which we held in March, uh, we had uh, over 5,000 attendees. Really? Wow. Yeah. Over the span of the weekend, it, we were blown away. That's um, huge. Now, this year, we've also got the Capital Gaming Expo, which we've recently acquired. Uh, wow. as running at the exact same time in the exact same building. And actually, it's, it's great because if you buy admission to the Capital Gaming Expo, you're into the geek market for free and vice versa. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we're, we're expecting well over 6,000 people uh, okay. this year. Yep. And the Gaming Expo, that is that more like tabletop games? It is. Everything from yeah. tabletop to card games okay. uh, and that sort of thing. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. okay. it's, it's very cool because um, we, we definitely differ from a lot of other you know conventions uh, in that we try to be a lot more, um, I guess, sort of all-encompassing because, I mean, you know, we were talking earlier, I think, before we were recording, yeah. like, everybody's a nerd about something. Like, exactly. everybody's everybody's kind of a geek about their own sort of thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we try to encourage all that. So, you know, we've got everything from horror to, you know, board games to uh, cosplay and, you know, art and just, you know, fantastic nerdy crafts and, and everything. Right. And it's, it's very, very fun because you get to see so many different people from these different communities and you also just come together and that makes sense. You know, celebrate. Yeah. We're, we're geeks and we're proud of it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I get that. Really cool. Uh, let's jump to another segment. Jess, uh, I hope you have one ready, but we uh, have a segment called I ask the questions around here. All right. And this is your chance to ask one question. The three of us will answer the same question and uh, the floor is yours. Okay, this is going to be a tough one. Okay. Or maybe not, I don't know. I don't know how mental you guys are. All right. What do you guys think is the most overrated person, place, or thing? Ooh, most overrated. Overrated. 
Uh, can I? I'll answer first. Yep, oh, give her. There you go. Uh, I'm just going to go topical and say Donald Trump. Okay. I don't think I have to explain myself, but how he's leading the Republican polls right now is just beyond me. Overrated. Extremely overrated. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you did a person. So I can't do person. You have to do a place <laughs> hey, or a thing. Place. Shoot. Thailand. <laughs> I think Thailand as a as a as a tourist destination is overrated. <laughs> everybody I talk I'm not much of a traveler. Mm-hmm. And uh, almost everybody I, I talk to that, that is a traveler, they always go and they're like, I'm going to Thailand, I'm gonna do these this thing, blah blah blah. Every picture I see is the exact same pictures, the exact same beaches and things of that sort. People talk about playing with the monkeys or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's not that great a spot in in, in, in general <laughs> if like a lot of the things that they seem to be doing, really they can do anywhere. It's not unique to Thailand. If they went to enjoy Thai culture or if you're into, uh, you know, the, the, wanted to see the fight, we had a UFC, former UFC fighter on the podcast at one point, uh, Mark uh, Holst. Holst. And he... Uh, he talked about like he, he fought over there and like because it, it they're very big in, into mm-hmm. it like, and, and that's great I don't mind that it's the people who just go they do the exact same things that you can do really anywhere yeah it's like but yeah Thailand's the greatest for this Thailand is overrated I'm saying it on the podcast <laughs> well a friend of mine actually lived in Thailand for about a year okay and uh, there's there's a festival which the the name of it I can't remember off the top of my head yeah um. But he, he was telling me about it and he's like, you know, this this festival happened like a few blocks away from my place yep. and this year was great because only six people died. Oh they were God. so thrilled. Which is <laughs> insane in itself. Huh. Well, yeah, it's, yeah, anyway. I, I mean, props to anybody who wants to live or, or visit, obviously, but those who, who visit for the same things, it's not, yeah, it's, I've said my piece. So where <laughs> should people Thailand, go? You're on, you're on notice. Thunder Bay is a better destination. I drove to Thunder Bay, Ontario, yeah. and you know what? I, I probably got more out of that trip. Okay. There you go. Keegan? <laughs> All right, mine's a thing. It is a letter opener. You guys seen letter openers? I have, what? yeah. It's garbage. How are you supposed to open your letters? First of all, if you lack the dexterity to open the letter with your hands, that's like the first requirement. And then also, you you don't have like a butter knife at home or like a normal knife in your kitchen because it's always that's like for butter in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, you know what? I changed my answer. I actually I have a real vendetta against butter knives. <laughs> because you can actually butter knives are useless. I have. We used to have twenty butter knives in my kitchen, like five steak knives. You can spread butter with a normal knife, but then like once the knives, are, one of all the steak knives are gone, I just have these useless butter knives. So I started like throwing them in the garbage or like sneaking them out of the house. And my my wife got me one day, and uh, yeah, now I had to go buy more butter knives. I'm but. so sorry, everyone. This is this is the last show. We can't do this anymore. We're retiring. But yeah, oh. butter knives. The most. I'm so glad you said that because that's a real thing. You've been holding this in for so long. Yeah. He's, that's, he's that's talked about it. No, that's yeah, he's, he's told me about it. Really? Yeah, for sure. About At his it. house, I tried to. I dumped his cutlery drawer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's a good well, question. I don't know. Once we leave, you're going to check your cutlery drawers. Make no, sure yeah. everything's there, right? Uh, I'm going to check the right now. are gone. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Jess. How about you if you had to pick a pe- person place? Oh, no. Thing? I didn't come prepared for Just this. Just out of curiosity. What comes to mind? Yeah, exactly. What, uh, what comes to mind? Oh, gosh. There's usually oh. a reason that people ask this like a question if they've it's got a, some kind of interesting I, thing Jessica to say. I thought it was a good question. It is yeah. a good yeah, question. It's a very good question. Was, I want to know what you guys don't like. Totally. I don't know. Yeah. I just lo- I like any excuse to complain about stuff. <laughs> well, here's your it is you fun. Um, overrated. Gosh. Um. Even if there's like a geek kale. thing. Oh. Kale. Straight oh, yeah. up kale. I'm with you too. Like I, I want to like kale so much. Sure. 
And like my sister texted me one day, she's like, Hey, do you like kale chips? And I'm like, that sounds like a thing that I should like, but I just, it tastes like dirt. It's like dirty, rough lettuce. Salty dirt. It's it's so, and no, it's just, it's too tough. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love Swiss chard. I love collard greens. So by all, by every extension of that, you know, I should love kale, but I'm just, I don't want to put it in my smoothies. (laughs) I I don't want to juice it. I don't want to just like eat literally bowls full of kale. That does not appeal to me. I, just I over it. Yeah. So over kale. And kale kind of sneak into everything. Yep. Like yeah. Uh, we were guy at the party. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one invited like, you, yeah. kale. <laughs> exactly. Get out of here. I'm here anyway. That might have been the best sort of round I of answers so. we've had for this uh, This Very segment. different. Very different. And we have, we've all taken firm stances against something or somebody <laughs> or something. Or something. All right. We might get hate mail. We, we've wanted oh, butter knife for a while. Kale well, in Thailand. Yeah. How, many, how many people live in Thailand? <laughs> Basically nobody. <laughs> the same number of people who are going to hate me for the Thailand thing are going to hate Jess for kale. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I I'm not afraid. Bring it. Know? Bring like, it. I, I just, Bring it on. I got to do me. You know? I got to share these unpopular opinions. Yeah. You do you. Speaking of hate mail, if you want to send us something, our email is mail at ottawatpodcast.com. Yeah. Send us your hate mail. If you want to uh, bring hate mail to Jess, you'll be at the Ottawa Geek Market. So. <laughs> Just bring me bushels full yeah. of kale. Yeah. Bushels. <laughs> Fantastic. And that's <laughs> a secret plot to get more kale. Yeah, exactly. Secret, that, yeah, I love it. That's October 3rd and 4th. October 3rd and 4th in the Pian Sportsplex. Um, and how much money should people bring? All of it. All, bring Literally, all your money. All of it. We have VIP passes available for $40. Oh, cool. Um, which gets you in for the weekend. You get a really cool t-shirt. Yeah. You get a little grab bag uh, of some very cool swag. Mm-hmm. Uh, $40. That doesn't sound that bad. For, usually VIP tickets are like $200. Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So $40. Uh, kids under the age of 12 are in for free. Okay. Uh, and like I was mentioning, you, if you go to the Capital Gaming Expo, mm-hmm. you're in the Geek Market for free as well. Okay. Um, we have some fantastic vendors and exhibitors, everything from, you know, this very eclectic mix of like artists and authors to, uh, there's one vendor that makes some very cool, like chain mail jewelry. Cool. Uh, there's, you know, some, uh, LARP groups. There's, uh, there's one woman who does like a sort of like really nerdy knits. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. and just it's, there's something for everybody. There's definitely something for everybody. Um, every year I go in and I'm like, well, you know, I, I'm not going to spend any money and <laughs> I'm not going to give specific numbers, but I feel miserably at that. Ah, okay. <laughs> there's, there's always, there's always some very cool stuff that you really, you're not going to find anywhere else. That makes sense. Cool. Really cool. Yeah. And, and outside of the geek market, if people want to sort of follow some of the things you're doing, uh, is there anywhere they can follow you or just stay tuned? Yes, basically. <laughs> just uh, stay tuned. I'm, I'm all over the YouTubes. I'm the on the Instagram. Okay. Uh, Instagram as well. Instagram what? as well. Uh, your... I personally am at Sideshow Darling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to keep up to date with the Ottawa Geek Market, yep. uh, we're on Facebook. Uh, we're at geekmarket.ca. Okay. Um, and we're always updating some of the very fun stuff on the uh, on the Facebook, uh, sort of like nerdy memes and that kind of thing. Perfect. Yeah. And, and if somebody wants to see the circus? Uh, CarnivalDiablo.com. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Is that... We've covered everything? I think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, Keegan, where can the listeners find us? The aforementioned email, also Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> I'm let that sink in. I like that you did that. That's yeah. it, just email. <laughs> uh, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. Um, no, Instagram. I have to go through my mind all the time. Ottawatpodcast.com. Yeah. We have like a feedback survey. So let us know how you liked this episode or any other episode. 
And uh, sign up for... Oh, no, we don't have, like, a mailer, right? No. I just made it's, up, I just made you, up a send thing. Send us an email. Send an email, and we'll, we'll mail yeah. If anyone wants a mailing subscription thing... Yeah, that's how it works, right? If any one person wants it, we will we will start it. Yeah, there you go. Keegan will start <laughs> it. Sounds good, Keegan yeah. Everyone loves those. <laughs> uh, also, SoundCloud and Stitcher Radio, uh, places to find. Yeah. iTunes as well. Mm-hmm. Leave us reviews. We like those. We do. Rock. We don't have nearly enough reviews. We don't. We have if, some. If you've been listening to the show for 70 weeks, mooching off of our entertainment. Don't, stop. Stop. Nope. Yeah. Go give us a review. It takes Rob's 10 upset. seconds. <laughs> uh, what's, what's Audible, Rob? <laughs> uh, Audible is our sponsor. And uh, so this episode is brought to you by audible.com. You can go and uh, get a free audiobook from them as well as a free 30-day trial to try out their audiobook service. They have over 180,000 audiobooks and different audio products to try out, uh, as well as apps for the iPhone, for Android, uh, to be able to stream uh, audiobooks as well. You can head to audibletrial.com slash autowhat. That'll let them know that you came from uh, our show. And again, that gets you a, that uh, link, audibletrial.com slash autowhat, gets you a free 30-day trial as well as the free audiobook. Great. And uh, to finish off this 70th episode, Jess, we're turning into you to say Ottawa. Ottawa!